Hello, everybody. This is Tristan Miller, the Saucy Sleuth. So we're rerunning our review of Ryan Johnson's film, Knives Out, partly because of scheduling issues and primarily because of the passing of the wonderful actor Christopher Plummer, who we all agree here is just phenomenal in this movie and every other film we've ever seen him do. Obviously, Sound of Music, which he's most known for and I think probably got a little sick of hearing about. But he's also phenomenal in the film Beginners with Ewan McGregor and a very cute dog. I highly recommend you go watch that film, as well as The Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus, an absolutely wonderful performance in that also. So thank you very much for a lifetime of fantastic performances, Christopher Plummer, and I hope you enjoy this episode of Amateur Detective Club. Here we go. I now call this meeting of the Amateur Detective Club to order. My name is Tristan Miller, the Saucy Sleuth. I'm Tyler Riley, cop and a half. And I'm Melissa Maley, the spy. Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free 30-day trial membership. Uh, just go to audibletrial.com slash pod and browse the unmatched selections of audio programs. Download a title free and start listening. It's uh, that easy. Just go to audibletrial.com slash pod. Um, today, we're not talking about Poirot. No, 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 to Poirot. Today, we're talking about Knives Out, a 2019 film by director-writer Ryan Johnson. Yeah, we are. We got to keep it current sometimes. Keep up with the <laughs> yeah, latest trends. Do. What the kids yes. are all talking about. <laughs> I mean, they are talking about this. Admittedly, Twitter is a glow. Um, also, a brief technical note. Um, Tyler is calling in from New Jersey. And Melissa is calling in from Astoria, Queens. And I am at home base in Ridgewood. So if at any time we are over-talking or the, the microphone quality is different to what you are used to. That is why. And I'm not going to apologize for it. I'm just going to let you know that's the case. It's snowing, guys. Yes. It, that makes every transportation thing hard. Yeah. Yeah. Ain't no snoppiness now. I messed nope. that up. All right. Um, so we want to go with the plot with this one. Do you want to just start off with like what happens in the beginning? Sure. Yeah. Um, well, someone dies. Someone does die. Um, there's this rich family. Uh, the Thrombies. The Thrombies. Perfect rich um, family name. Yes. Uh, Christopher Plummer is the matriarch of the family, and he... Dies, patriarch. I said matriarch, didn't I? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, live in loin. Well, yeah. Who's to say? We so, don't get into it that deep. <laughs> his in this film. Not in not in those terms. 
but no. uh, his name is Harlan Thromby. Yes, Harlan Thromby, played yes. to perfection by P- Christopher Plummer. So Your name good. just sounds so sexual. What Thromby? Harlem Harlem Thromby. Yeah, it really yeah. does a Harlem Thromby. You know, <laughs> you know Do the we? rest. Indeed, I think so. Um, I have in my notes vis-a-vis uh, vis-a-vis Christopher Plummer. I just put he, Christopher Plummer is the OG goat. Um, um, confirm or deny your opinion, Captain Von Trapp. Yeah, sure. are you do you, do you think that Christopher Plummer is the greatest of all time? Thoughts. Uh, I, I do not. I think he is one of several yeah. greats, but I don't think he is the great. Okay. Who would you he, consider to be the great? Simone Biles. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's solid. Uh, yep. Girl got medals to prove it. I, I got nothing. Though I would also put up WWE's own Shane McMahon because he has oh. won a tournament where he is the best in the world. Oh, officially? Okay. Officially the best in the world. Okay. But don't a lot of wrestlers claim that? But he but he has a trophy. Oh, I see. It. Sure, I see. Um I I'll I'll take that and I'll counter offer you Muhammad Ali saying himself confirming the fact that he was the greatest of all time. I mean, it's hard to dispute. You can't argue with a dead man, you know? Yeah, that is true. You can't. (laughs) Way to go. Just going out on top. Like, I I can't do anything about it. Yeah, truly. Um, But I really enjoyed his performance, as I do every performance that Christopher Plummer does. Oh, yeah. Yes. He's always good. I've never seen it. He's so good in Beginners. It made me want to watch another movie with him in it. So that's, that's how you know it's a good performance. So... The thing is, he's dead at, like, the beginning of the movie. And I was like, how are we possibly going to... I was so disappointed. I'm like, we're not going to get any Christopher Plummer. He's just lying there dead. His throat all yeah. slid open. Just yeah, pulling he... a Drew Barrymore. I dug it. Yeah. In Scream. For you youngins who haven't seen Scream. Why Hi, I'm I... one of them. Oh, God. Hi. Why am I 300 years old today? Uh, yeah, Drew Barrymore dies... <laughs> Can I tell you, can I tell you, between you and me not seeing Scream, you've seen it, but you're watching the prequels for the first time. It's like so, like, our paths of what, it, it's so interesting, I, I think. But. Uh, yeah, Drew Barrymore dies in like the first 10 minutes of Scream. I did not know that. Thank you. Well, yeah. you're welcome. It's it's Coming a really old movie. You ain't gonna watch it. Yeah, I was not. I was never, I was not interested Sorry yeah. to this movie. I do not know this movie. <laughs> well, it's yeah. It struck me very much because she was wearing a white sweater, of course. Mm, and then she got course. stabbed real good, and then it became red. Mm, mm. So uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> um, so the housekeeper, well, the the nurse rather, I should say, um, thr- Mister. No, Frum- you're right. Her- the housekeeper. Yeah, the housekeeper discovers correct. the body, Fran. Yes. Okay. Yes. And then we cut to Marta, do we? Yes. With her home? Yeah, she's at home and her sister is trying to watch like Dateline or something. And Mm. her 
she has to watch it in the kitchen apparently because she can't get service in her room and really uh, yeah and her mom says to the sister could you not with the murder show your mm-hmm. sister just actually lost someone she was close to for real mm-hmm. can i tell you a fun fact about the scene Yes. One of the voices that you hear um, from the computer is Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Now, Joseph Gordon-Levitt has been in every single one of Ryan Johnson's movies, I believe. Oh, that's Doing delightful. Cameos since, I think, Brick, which was his second, I think his first feature, but his second thing he made. Yeah. Okay. He's even in Last Jedi. He plays the guy that was like, oh, I told him not to park there <laughs> on Canto. That's Bite. fun. It's like yeah. John Ratzenberger in the uh, yeah. Pixar. Pixar movies. Um, mm-hmm. do, 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 do. Okay, yes. So Marta, the, who is um, Harlan Thrombey's personal nurse, basically. Um, A purse, she, if you will. Sure. And um, confidant. Yeah, and confidant. And friend. Yeah. And... So she is pretty upset about the death and gets a call from one of the family members saying, hey, we need you to come by the house because we need to answer some detectives questions. Yes. Okie doke. Great. There's a really great moment when she answers the phone because it's Michael Shannon's character. I can't remember his name. Walt. 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 Right. She goes, Yes, Walt. And he goes, it's Walt. Yeah. <laughs> it's very fun. <laughs> it is. I love it. This movie, Heads Up, is very funny. It's, it's very great. funny. <laughs> it's very fun. It's very entertaining. Yeah. Very entertaining. Okay. So, yes. She gets that phone call. She drives over to the house. It's very big. It's the... Someone, I think a detective calls it like the clue house or something. Yeah, it's like a clue board. Uh, yeah, like a clue a, board. Yeah, like a clue board. Because uh, there's all the rooms and where you could possibly have, you know, killed people and stuff. Um, so she goes there and she's waiting around for a long time. We find out that she was not invited to the funeral. And people keep making yes. excuses to she her. She was outvoted. Right. Like, people were like, oh, sorry, I wanted you to be there, but I was outvoted. Okie doke. Um, and it's like, <laughs> someone's lying. Um, <laughs> yeah. But she is made to wait around while we get interviews with the family members, which are great because we get little flashbacks during these interviews. And everyone, while they're being yeah. interviewed by these two detectives, is sitting in front of this giant wreath of knives. It's like a sculpture. My favorite George R.R. R. Martin property. <laughs> wreath, <laughs> wreath of knives. So we're getting these interviews intercut, and it's actually really, really well done. Because, you know, we kind of get them each answering the same question. Uh, and we're cutting in and out rather than just sitting for one interview the whole time. Yeah. 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 So who yes. do we meet? We meet. We meet Walt. Yes. Who is the younger son 
of yes. Harlan, and he he runs he manages pub- rather the publishing yeah. company, but he yes. does not own it. Right, because uh, Harlan is a mystery writer, of course. Yeah, um, which I thought was very fun. Yeah, it was fun, and so Walt runs that runs the manages it, um, the publishing, and then. Mm-hmm. We have his daughter, Linda, uh, meaning Harlan's daughter. So Walt's sister, Linda, played by Jamie yes. Lee Curtis, um, yes. who is wearing super cool glasses. They're a fun shape. I like them very much. Mm-hmm. Um, and sure, sure. Mm-hmm. Her husband is uh, Richard. Richard. Yes. Yes. And um, Richard, what is she? Uh, she yes, has her own company. She has her own company, and Richard does not, and is not doesn't have it in his name or anything. So he's really like relying on her financially to remain yeah. well off. Um, I have no idea. Yeah, I have no idea what the company is. Yeah. I can't remember. Doesn't matter. I, it's not important. It's not. It's not important. important. No. And then we have. Perhaps one of the most fascinating characters in the whole movie, to, played by Tony Collette. Um, Joni. Oh my gosh. Joni uh, doing the best Gwyneth Paltrow impression she could muster. That's from her, not me. Yeah. Um, it's, oh. pretty, it's pretty rad. Yeah, oh, that's. I didn't realize that. That's great. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's Tony fantastic. Collette, amazing actress. Um, yeah. Very good in this she, role. Yeah, she has like her own um her own beauty company and it's called like it's not Flem, but it sounds kinda like Flam. 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 There we go. Yeah. Adjacent to Goop. Um Yeah. So she so, was married to Walt's older son. Now deceased, yeah. Yeah. Deceased like fifteen years ago. Yeah. And Mad Dead. Yeah, and her daughter is Meg, and so she's still hanging around. Joni is still around, and Harlan has been giving her money, and also um, Meg yeah. money to go to school. Yes, and they all have intense conversations with Harlan the night before, which is his birthday party. His 85th birthday party. Yes, mm-hmm. and... um. Or a couple nights before, whatever it was, because the funeral had already happened by the yeah, point we're getting yeah. these interviews. Sure, sure. Yeah. Um, and Walt, they had a discussion about him continuing on as the head of the company. And basically um, that he was not going to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, with Joni, he found out that she's been double dipping with the amounts offered to her f- to cover Meg's college fund yeah richard is having a fair and what's which jamie lee curtis what does she do <laughs> like what's the confrontation there there isn't one she doesn't no yeah, yeah she doesn't she have doesn't one have she's just fine she's just the favorite got it yeah yeah so yeah. basically it's the husband that is uh, in trouble from that family well we also actually jamie lee curtis and uh richard so linda and richard yeah. the character names have sure. have a son who yes, is, they do. is called Ransom. 
And that's his middle name. My gosh. White people at it again. And he left during the 85th birthday party. Kind of stormed out. A shouting match. Yeah. What's his name? With Harlan in the office. Thurston, Thurston Howell the third. So what is the la- what is the last thing he said? Something uh, like, "Not you'll regret this, or you won't get away with." Oh man, something yeah, like you won't get away with this, or something like that. Yeah, I don't remember mm-hmm. the actual wording was important, but I don't remember it. Um, ah. But yeah, something very threatening is what he yells. Uh, so he storms out and takes his beamer. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, it is a beamer, and he has not great car. He did not go to the funeral either, and he mm-hmm. is not there right now. So we do not see the son, but he clearly has had a bad time. Um, we yeah. also learn about a couple of other characters that we don't get interviews with yet. Yeah, uh, we learn about the uh, Walt Walt's son with his wife Donna. Yes. Uh, t- Donna. He's a he's an alt right troll. Yeah. Jacob, right? Yeah. Yeah. Jacob. He's a a nasty internet boy. Yeah. Who hates the libs. Yeah. And wants to own them. Yeah. It's fascinating. Yeah. yeah. Uh, As one is want to do. We do get interviews yeah. with Meg, uh, Joni's daughter. Yeah. Um. But she does not seem to have much of a motive to kill her grandfather. No, specifically because he's paying for the schooling. Um, and she doesn't know that she's about to be cut off. Yeah. Right. And she's she's going to school for some ridiculous thing. Sure. That's like, she's very, very specific and very, very liberal. And so she and Jacob are at odds constantly. Yeah. Throughout the film. Yeah. Yeah, they are not close cousins. Uh, Is that a euphemism? No. Good. (laughs) It's just what I said. Yeah. Okay. And all during these interviews, there is a man sitting about, I don't know, six to ten feet behind them. The detectives. Yeah, in an armchair at the piano. Yes. And every once in a while, he just hits a piano key. Yeah, when they're lying. Yeah. Ding. They look over, and then there's this whole inner cut of, uh, who the hell is that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Joni is the first person to have the gumption to actually bring it up. Mm -hmm. And then he introduces himself, and she's like, I read a tweet that had an article about you. You're a famous detective. Yes. Yeah. Um, and he is, and his name escapes me right now. Benoit, Benoit Blanc. Blanc. Yeah, La Blanc. Um, and he is played very by much Daniel Craig. Played by Daniel Craig. And he is very much a southern gentleman. Uh, he doesn't, he can't even do like contractions. He's that southern. Like, that's another <laughs> level of southern. I cannot for the life of me. Like, that's a whole nother thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty fantastic. Mm-hmm. And so then we start getting, he starts uh, asking some questions of his own, realizes that there's, you know, 
untruths being told, blah, 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 blah. Then he wants to meet with Marta. Yeah, but before that, oh, they yeah. all go into the veranda and they he starts discussing it with the two detectives. Then he's like, I don't know, I don't know. And then we find out that he doesn't know who hired him. Oh, that's right. He received right. a blank envelope full of, ca- full of cash. I do not know who hired me. I cannot tell you. Um, and Marta is is hiding and he basically catches her spying. And then throughout, he starts grilling her. And then throughout the scene, we discover that she has a psychosomatic reflex to lying where she vomits. She can't stand it. She vomits every time she lies. So Harlan has been confiding in Marta. Mm -hmm. And so when we, you know, Benoit Blanc is... Ask, starts asking uh, Marta about different things that he knows to be true that, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of to test her. Mm-hmm. So the first thing he asks her is, you know, is Richard having an affair? Mm-hmm. And she is uncomfortable and she says no. And then promptly mm-hmm. vomits into like a, Yartzes a statue. All over. Yeah. And they're like, oh my God. God, I thought it was like a figure of speech. And she's like, no, this is my life. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're being ableist right now and a bit cruel. <laughs> Jeez. Yes. <laughs> um, but then they interview her. Mm-hmm. Um, but is this where we get the first flashback with her? Which is, yeah. I think, one of the most important things in the whole movie. We get a huge flashback with her that describes basically exactly what happened that night. You know. Yeah. In the first third of the movie, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. So, uh, basically what happens is she was administering um, his medication. He, she switched. She got the the vials fell out. It's very Emperor's New Group. The vials fell on the ground. And she administered too much morphine instead of the other. And then the antidote to morphine was missing. And so, basically... <laughs> Christopher Blubber is like, just let me die, and then I'll tell you how to escape. And basically, she go, she leaves, and then she comes up the trellis, and then disguises herself as him later on, and then goes back out, and then leaves. So it appears as if he's been alive. This is important because... Yes. Marta's mother is in this country illegally. Yes. So if she were to get found out and she doesn't mind paying for this mistake, paying for this crime, but it's really uh, on the fact that her mother is in the country illegally, which is why she decides to go through with this plot. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yes. And it is all Harlan's thinking. And yes. it, I cannot tell you like how much we're skating over. Like the way he describes this their entire interaction the playfulness between the two of them like it's beautiful it's a lovely friendship and mm-hmm. um it, it's really it's really well acted really well done mm-hmm. really well written get some really good crying out of of anna yeah plays marta yes she is devastated when she realizes the mistake that she's made and she at first is describing it to harlan and he's like oh this sounds like a great thing i can write down in my book as she's like digging through her bag to find the naloxone um or it is naloxone right i don't remember i believe so yeah i think so 
But yeah, she is frantically searching through her bag, describing that he is basically, he'll be dead in 10 minutes. And so he says, okay, great. Here's what you're going to do. You're going to have to make sure that you are not connected to this. I do not want that for you. I do not want that for your family. You're the best. So you are going to go down the stairs and you're going to make sure that you know the time because Walt mm-hmm. is out smoking a cigar. Uh, and you say, say oh. Say goodbye very loudly. <laughs> yeah, say goodbye very loudly. Draw attention to the time if you can. So, yeah. oh, is it midnight already? And yeah. he looks at his watch. Sure enough, it's midnight. And then he says, so you avoid the uh, security cameras. You're going to make a turn before the statue or is it after the statue or is it before the statue she can't remember she can't remember (laughs) um so she picks one and hopes it's the correct one pulls over to the side of the road then she climbs up the terrace and into a window leading from like that's a secret passageway uh and he instructs her to go get his robe and like dressing cap and make herself seen from behind uh, going for a midnight snack or whatever. So Walt calls mm-hmm. in and says, oh, dad, are you going in for a snack? Don't do that. And so she turns. Go back to bed. Yeah. So she turns around um, and it's the stairs are very loud and creaky. So it draws the attention of everyone. And uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, uh, Linda is a really light sleeper. So she hears the steps creaking blah 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 great so uh he is established as still alive after she has uh, presumably left sounds like a good plan and yeah he says and then climb back down the terrace and get out and make sure that you're not seen yes and of course we have this other wonderful amazing character sorry uh before that um his mother she does break the trellis yes. on the way up. Yes. She does break the trellis. And during one of the times that Jamie Lee Curtis woke up, it was because the dogs were barking. However, mm-hmm. the dogs love Marta. Yeah. They didn't mark- bark at her. Yeah. Um, um, fun fact yes. about um, Thromby's mother... Yes. The actor that plays her is six years younger than Christopher Plummer. Amazing. Harlan's mother sees her climbing out the window and she says, Ranson, are you back again? Yeah. And then there's an awkward pause and then she just leaves. Because it's presumed that she's ancient beyond the counts of time and is senile because she doesn't speak much. Right. Yeah. This woman. Yeah. But has yeah. a voracious appetite from what I remember. Yes. Yes, she does. Constantly eating. Like a Brad Pitt level of like, slow down. <laughs> Buddy. Respect. Does Brad Pitt eat a lot? In every movie, there's at least one scene where he's eating. Oh, okay. I never yeah, it's like it's just like a weird thing that he does because he's like, people eat so that you should see him eat in movies. And I mean, he's like, he's not wrong. Yeah, that's true. He's not wrong. But is he right? We don't see him in every movie. Like, people do that. 
<laughs> I always wondered that about Lord of the Rings growing up. I'm like, where are the bathroom breaks? That's a lot of walking. <laughs> <laughs> so much. Uh, this is all in her mind. And then one of the instructions that, um, that Christopher Plummer gives her is to re- say these facts in this order. Because then she is technically not lying. Right. No. And she says those facts to LeBlanc. And then the interview is over. And he's like, well, okay. And then there's a wake or something, a memorial service later that day. Yeah. And then he recruits her during that to be his, like, Watson. Yeah, right. he, that's um, what he after says. After there's, yeah. After there's some big fuss in the, during that time, right? Is there? Wait, what is it? What? Isn't there a, some sort of like confrontation in during the memorial service or no? Am I making that up? I don't, I don't think during the memorial service. Okay. Um, she's talking with uh, Fran though and they're talking about a, a TV show. That's all. That's all I remember. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, the, the night ends with uh, Marta becoming the Watson of the case. Okay. And she like drives mm-hmm. home like conflicted because of what she knows. Yes. Yeah. Which is that she murdered him. Well, well, she manslaughtered that, him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's that great Seinfeld bit of like it's this manslaughter is the most socially acceptable version of murder. <laughs> and then there's just a beat, and Jerry turns to him and goes, "Can't believe it's not murder." Oh, um, d- oh boy. <laughs> well, I mean, gosh, it's uh, one of those very weird circumstances. Yeah. Because once I learn what happened, I'm like, oh, I hope she gets away with this. Um, yeah, absolutely. She's clearly like she needs like... to pay for her crimes. <laughs> That's not what anyone wants. That's not what he wanted for her. He I mean, it's what I wanted. <laughs> oh, you Justin make a mistake. For, justice for a Harlow. Feel free to at me. Life. <laughs> um, while we're in this this zone. Um, of not talking about the plot. My my friend Chelsea, shout out to Chelsea Babcock, um, longtime supporter on the Patreon. Um, she tweeted out the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life, and it was just knives out for Harambe, and I did die. It was incredible. That is all I wanted to share with that. <laughs> Amazing with you, yeah. Um. So the next is the day, will they begin reading the... next. Yes. N- I thought that was just they begin their investigation. And because they're tramping around. Yeah, the will reading is next. That is the next day. But they're tramping around the the back 40. Yeah, Because they meet with a security officer who has a tape. And then she realizes that she didn't pull. She pulled in front of the statue rather than behind the statue. So she's on the tape. So she somehow manages to get her hands on it and take a magnet to it. So it gets erased. Um... So, then they also go down this footpath that is full of mud and has her f- footprints in it that leads to the back gate. And then she does this very funny thing where she walks yeah. ahead of them. And he's like, no, 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 stay off the path. She's like, what? He's like, no, 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 don't come here. She's like, what? And then she just walks over her own footprints. It was yeah. very good. It was great. Yeah. And then the dogs run past at one point, yeah. also like messing up the evidence. It's, it's very frustrating for the detectives, but very funny for us. Yeah, it's great. Um, 
Yeah, then it's the will reading, right? Yes. Uh, Frank Oh, well, he's also at the back door, and that's when the dog retrieves the trellis <laughs> bit that broke off. <laughs> right. Yeah, but then she throws it away. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, um, she plays... And then... <laughs> she plays fetch with it. Basically, the dog fetches it. Um, Which is fantastic. Um, but, but yeah. then there's this will that needs to be read. And where there's a will, there is Frank Oz um, reading the will. True and life. Yeah. And this is the first movie Frank Oz has visibly appeared in in 20 years. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. With the last um, Little Shop of Horrors? I think it might have been Blues Brothers. But oh, okay. yeah, something around that same time. Um, but he's done like voice stuff. Obviously, he was Yoda in in Last Jedi and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. Anyhow, he reads the will. Everything's left to Marta. There's outrage. Um, the family freaks out, and then um, Ransom, who has showed up quite perkily, and was like, he literally tells everyone, "Tchwa," die. Um, yeah, it's amazing. And uh, he. They're all clumming around her at her car. She can't get her car started. He picks her up in his Beamer and they drive off. Yeah. Somewhere. So this during this entire time that we're introduced to Ransom, who is played by Chris Evans, um, he is the worst. This uh, this character is sure. terrible and awful, yeah. and I hate him. And also, yeah. like. Uh, he's still hot though sure it's very um, you know you're i'll give you that <laughs> i'll give you that he does look good in that moderately scruffed up sweater yeah, yeah. i'll give you that one yeah and don't shore um, me the whole time i have my own opinions you have yours it's fine it's fine yeah I'm, I'm sure i'm agreeing I'm like yeah okay uh-huh <laughs> I'm I don't, like I right don't. in the middle of you two on this. <laughs> like literally right in the middle on this. I mean, there you go. That's, <laughs> That's the three fine. genders. Um, the spectrum of Chris Evans is told exactly. by amateur Fully represented club. here. <laughs> <sighs> All in. Um, no, but yes. But yeah. yeah he's, he's, a, he's turned for brains, this character. I, well, no, he's smart. He's just awful. But yeah, mm-hmm. like his brains are rotted. He's got worms in his brains. Okay, sure. Is this a Grinch thing? <laughs> Almost. That's uh, spiders for brains. Okay. <laughs> you got spiders in your soul. Um, but yeah, he's the worst. They're crowding yeah. her. They are all with their different demands, crowding Marta, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. she like cannot drive her car away without running one of them over. Which I was like. Eh. You might just, just want to do that <laughs> as well. I mean, uh, at this point, what do you got to lose? So, um, oh, we forgot to mention something. Okay. Um, the Nazi boy was masturbating in the bathroom, and was overheard. He masturbating? Yes. No, okay. I think he was just reading. <laughs> sure. All in favor of He's just in the bathroom, reading, though. say I. I abstain. <laughs> like the Which little boy what... in the yes, bathroom. Yes, exactly. 
Okay, but anyway, so he overhears um, the two Chris's in this movie fighting. They're yelling, and he says, "You won't get away with this." With the two and then Chris's. he says, "Plumber and yeah, Chris." Oh, okay, gotcha. Not characters, gotcha. No, sorry, sorry. Um, saying you won't get away with this, and something, something will. So they all knew that he was out of the will, and they're all like, "Ronda Sean, you man, you're the worst." So, ha. And then it bites them in the butt. But, yeah. Yeah. So, as they're crowding the car, Ransom pulls up next to Marta's car and is like, come on, get in. So, he drives her to a diner. And he says, listen, you got to eat something. She eats something. And... A stew, a sausage stew. Yeah. Sausage and beans. It was um, real good. Oh, it was a pub and it was a full English breakfast. There you go. So then at that point, Ransom basically is like, okay, well, I know you know something. So spill everything you know. And I know you can't lie. And also it just fills you full of lots of food. That would mm-hmm. be gross if you threw it up. Um, yeah, and the reason he knows is because they all played mafia last year at a dinner party. <laughs> sure, yeah, that's right, that's right. Which is very fun. That's a fun goof. Well done, Ryan. A yeah. Plus. So she confesses everything to him, mm-hmm. and he says, "Well, all right, you know, don't worry. We're gonna make sure that." you're fine like i want to make sure you're fine but like why don't you just give me some money just you know to to help me out since i'm helping you out it's like mm-hmm. one one threatening letter short of blackmail <laughs> but yeah eh, she's like yeah sure sounds great uh mm-hmm. perfect and then she gets a phone call from meg while she's sitting at this table and Meg is like, listen, you need to do whatever you want. They've clearly always been friendly, the two of them. Mm-hmm. And she does some emotional manipulation with her. Yeah. And like, I'm worried. And yeah. Marta's like, I'll take care of you. And then Which, once she hears that, yeah. she's like. Which I had a question about this moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was this phone call at the behest of the family or was she caught making the phone call by the family? It- it was definitely. I believe it was at the, at the behest of the family. Yes, behest. Yeah. Okay. She was yeah, under because duress. later, because later she says, "I'm sorry, they made me." Blah 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 blah. blah okay, blah, blah. I just missed that. Thank you. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. No, Meg. I I believed her. She she yeah. seemed real genuine. She just she was also like you know, well I'm gonna lose my college tuition and that's that is pretty upsetting and like. Yeah. I get that. So that's what confusing about the genuineness. Like, oh, like not the genuineness of the call, but like I could see someone like calling like to like because she did like call to check up on her number one. And then she asked about the tuition. So like even if she wasn't pressured by the family, even if like and she still made that call, I would have been fine with the character. Yeah. 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 Same. But I think that the wording of it probably came more from the family than from her. That's fair. Yeah. Sure. Like, because I think you should give it all back kind of deal. There's a really beautiful parallel because at the memorial service, this is the hubbub that I remember. It's not a hubbub at all. They say they're going to take care of Marta. Oh, Mm -hmm. yeah. 
because they've always been they felt like family and so she says the exact same thing to meg and it's kind of like pocket sand it's like it stings a little bit yeah yeah uh so you know once she gets off the phone across the table from ransom ransom goes you know all right well there's that so what's what's the thing because there's like a question at the end oh did you leave any evidence yeah that blanc can find and she says mm-hmm. yes there's mud in the hallway yes mm-hmm. he's like oh that's rough okay we're gonna figure but he's like footprints and she's like no just mud yeah right it's like okay mm-hmm. we can figure this out uh, they part ways she is like now back at home mm-hmm. uh she's woken up by her mother and sister they're like oh my gosh like there are people here are we rich like what is going on yeah so the news goes, has gotten her. a hold of this and she like uh everyone's outside so she was like i have things to do and she's talked to her mother her mother's like i don't feel good about any of this and she's like mom neither do i yeah so she decides that she's gonna sneak out the back way and then we get this super creepy <laughs> scene yeah. where so walt kane and all is like hobbling after her down this hallway oh my gosh. trying to, like full and she like is picking up mail as yeah. well yeah and he's just full. like harassing like slowly like doing like the serial killer stroll towards her so good talking about how like you know if she gives the money back how they're gonna take care of her and like oh how wonderful she's been to the family and oh it would suck you know you have all these news crews like if someone found out about your mom's illegal status yeah what would become of you you know our family has all these resources you. you know we can you know you can get like these podunk lawyers here but we can get you new york california lawyers and she has like made it made her way back to her own door mm-hmm. and it's just kind of like yeah well you know what you don't have those resources i have those resources i inherited everything the money the house everything like i don't need you yeah and like sneakily like is able like to get away from him and like close shut the door behind her without him uh entering the home and can i tell you this scene has Michael Shannon at his f- full most Michael Shannon bringing it. Great moment. Great performance in this scene. Mm-hmm. Way yeah. to go. Way to go, Mikey. Real good. It's real, real good. Yeah. So. He is the worst beard, by the way, <laughs> this movie. <laughs> it's just absolutely just the pits. It's just, oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's stringy. It's a stringy beard. I know. Arr, I kind of, I kind of dig that. Stringy beard. It's not overly long, at least. No. Okay, Tyler can dig it. Yeah, he's like a Russian professor almost. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Someone. Yeah. yeah. Volt. Privet and called the law to you, sir. <laughs> Amazing. Uh. Okay, so um, then she opens one of the pieces of mail, and it just says, I know what you did. And then there's a photocopy of the blood sample from 
the toxicology uh, report. Yeah, the toxicology report from from his autopsy. But it doesn't say like, what's oh, no. in it. Doesn't say. It's just the top. It's just like I have this. And so she calls up uh, Ranson. Rancid. Yeah. Ranson. Ransom. She calls up Rancid. Um, Rancid Ransom. <laughs> sure. And she's like, "We gotta investigate this. We gotta do something at the hospital. We gotta we gotta go get these records." And then they they go to the hospital, and it's on fire. Uh, I, I do want to make a distinguish that it is uh, the medical examiner's office, yeah. not the hospital. Correct. Oh, yes. Mia culpa. Yeah, where the records are being kept. And by it the is. way, this envelope was not a like addressed envelope. It was just a blank envelope yeah. that appeared in all her mail. And there's also no threat. There's no. just like, I know what you did. And she says it that that when they're looking at the the burning building, and he's like, "Yeah, that's so weird. Did you get a text? No. Did you get a phone call? No. Did you get an email? I didn't check my email. She checks her email, and then there's a meet at this time and this location. Yeah, from some sort of very mysterious email address. Yes. Great. Um, so yeah, they see that the Emmy's office is on fire. Um, and, and then LeBlanc's there. Say that again. And LeBlanc's there. Oh, but Blanc is there, yes. Yeah. Um, and they uh, are spotted by Blanc and the detectives. And so then there's a ridiculous car chase, just absolutely absurd. It's it's so... She's, she's in like a Hyundai Elantra hatchback she, or yes. something. <laughs> <laughs> Dependable. It has, not it's if you need to be in a car vehicle. chase. It's not yeah, so that is for damn sure. Oh, it's so good. It's so funny. It's so good strange. for groceries. Good for errands. Not good for car chases. They should really include that in the advertisements for the Hyundai Elantra. Um, <laughs> at one point, she stops in the middle of the highway. And they pass her. <laughs> yeah. And then she gets off at an exit. And yeah. They Which is a pretty boss move. It was. It was smart thinking, but they inevitably catch smart. up. Uh, <laughs> because yeah. they're like, what are you doing? When they finally yeah. pull up next to them. I'm like, what, you, what are you, what are you trying to pull? They yes. arrest Ransom. They do. Yeah. And take him away for questioning. And then, um, and that, uh, uh, just uh, for a point of order, yeah. uh, that they, he was arrested because Harlan's mother said that she saw him at the house. Yes, yes, because right. there's that beautiful scene with Blanc and his mom just sitting there in silence yes. for a while. It's very nice. And eventually, um, she does tell him, "Oh yeah, he came back." So. Yep. Yep. Um, and so. Then um, Marta and Blanc are on the way back to uh, the thing, the mansion, and she's like, I need to stop and grab something. Do you mind? And he's like, no problem. And it's, of course, the clandestine meeting with the anonymous person. Yes. Um, and it turns out to be in the back of a very spooky warehouse, and the figure is shrouded in shadows and sitting down, and it turns out to be Fran. Francine. Yes. Francine. So the med- her medical bag is there, and yes. she-, she picks up this medical bag, and yes. and then she tries to talk to Fran, and Fran 
or she doesn't see who it is, but she's trying to talk yeah. to the person, uh, keeps approaching. It is terrifying. Something is clearly very wrong with this uh, situation. Uh, yeah. And she gets up onto the, up to the uh, shrouded figure and it, Fran is not doing good. She no. has clearly OD'd. Oh, yes. And an unnecessary spider on her person. Yeah. yeah. And cr- that crawls into her mouth, right? No, oh, don't tell me it that. Cr- I don't want to. It wanna... crawls into her mouth, mm-hmm. and that is what makes her gasp and makes you realize that she's not, in fact, dead, but just in a terrible state. You and cannot then... pay me enough. Yeah. As a performer. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So this icky spider moment happens, and then uh, she says. Hugh, you did this. She says to Marta, she says, you did this. And then yeah. she, you know, falls back into unconsciousness. Um, Marta decides to call the police. Well, not the police, 911, rather. And, and does CPR. CPR, yeah. Yeah. Um, which, who here among us is certified to do CPR? I don't know when my thing expires, but I believe I am. Oh. M- Melissa, are you? I am not. I am. So, Melissa, you are constantly safe with Great. us. Oh, that's Feel nice. Feel at home always. Yes. Oh, yeah, of course, because um, you work with children, I would imagine. I do. Yeah. Yeah. I also cannot get me- measles, mumps, or rubella anytime soon. No. And I work with man children because <laughs> I work front of house part time at a theater. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, coming at front of house. <laughs> Speak your truth. Yes. Um, I'm talking about so, the patrons, not my lovely coworkers, by the way. Right. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Of course. Um, they go to the hospital. She and LeBlanc. Um, is it Blanc or LeBlanc? It's Blanc. Blanc. It's Blanc. Okay. It's not. Ble- it's not Matt. It's LeBlanc. not Matt LeBlanc. No. no. <laughs> as much as I would love for that to happen in the sequel, they get a yes. prequel of this detective. Matt yes. LeBlanc, top choice. Okay, so totally. he's in the car singing um, Losing My Mind from the musical Follies. Which uh, is amazing. It's so yeah. fun. It's such a Very fun great thing. moment. Um, and then the ambulance pulls up and he's like, oh, something's afoot. And then they go to the hospital and then they're, he's like, "We listen, we sh- do you want to stay here? And she's like, no, I know someone here. They're, they're, they're going to call me. And he's like, okay, so they go back to the mansion, right? Mm-hmm. And she tells all the business. All the business, yes. To the detectives and, and to Blanc, to be clear. Yes, to Blanc. Yeah, um, yes. On the way over. During the car ride. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, just and to Blanc, great. Okay, yes. Yeah, yeah, just to Blanc. And he's like, what are you going to do? She's going to, like, she's like, I'm going to tell everybody and I'm going to give the money back. And he's like, are you sure? And he's like, yeah, this is what, you know, it's only right. And he's like, okay. And so she gathers everybody. She's about to confess. And he looks at... Blanc looks at the toxicology report. And then he stops her. And he goes, I'm closing this investigation. He did die by suicide. So good goodbye. And he goes over into the parlor. Pause. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we forgot when she finds the toxicology report. In the drawer. Yeah, uh, it was in Fran's stash. Earlier, uh, Meg reveals at uh, one of the dinner parties. 
the or memorial. The memorial. It's at the memorial service, after the, right? At, at the memorial. Yeah. I knew something happened. Um, yeah. She has, like, a bunch of weed. Yeah. Like, joints Chekhov's stashed. in uh, this clock in the study. Yeah. yeah. So that's where uh, Marta finds the toxicology report. She doesn't read it. She just immediately hands it to Blanc and right. then goes to tell the family uh, and mm-hmm. confess. Right. Yes. And he reads and it and stops they're... her. Yeah. Yeah. She's about to confess. He reads it, stops it, brings everybody to, um, brings her into the adjacent room with all the, where the interviews were conducted. Right. right? With the, the yes. knife wreath. Yeah. Uh, um, also, can and, I just say, mm-hmm. "Wreath of Knives"? I wouldn't hate as the title of a sequel. Yeah, no, that does sound like a murder mystery. Let's um, go put it out there. It could be their holiday theme. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's putting it mm-hmm. out there. Mm-hmm. Their Ryan answer Johnson, to murder for Ryan Christmas, Johnson, as we know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. God, it's got to be better than that. Um, yes, it would be better we... than that. Do you want to take a break here? Uh, yeah, we probably should. Oh, this yeah. is the time, yeah. Hello, everybody. This is Tristan Miller, the saucy sleuth, coming at you from the the, the studio. Um, hey, I uh, want to just acknowledge again some of the technical issues we had thank you so much for listening um we we did our best it was snowing the weather outside was frightful but our podcast is so delightful so if you like our show give us a rating on itunes um (laughs) if you're listening early on patreon thank you so much if you're not listening early on patreon you could be we have a couple of episodes on early access as well as several bonus clips coming out and already out um there are several tiers it's really easy i think to find something that works within your budget please help us out we're trying to make this show happen weekly and in order to do that we need your support we're a part of the scavengers network as well You can go to scavengersnetwork.com to check out the great quality content there, including State Your Case and Spooky Spouses, I don't know, radio, and it just keeps growing, 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 growing. I I can't keep up. I can't keep up. Ah, There's too much. Ah, I'm drowning in good content. Ah, Um, So you can go there to scavengersnetwork.com. Go to audibletrial.com slash adcpod, you know. Also, we're um, looking to do a live show in the new year so look forward to that if you're in the new york area get hype fam as the the young ones say um if you have questions comments concerns if you like this movie if you didn't like this movie if you want us to do more movies and less poirot not no poirot just like more movies rather just let us know i think that's something we're all amenable to we would love your feedback your ratings your reviews, all of that good stuff, at ADC Pod on all social media stuff. I'm going to let you go enjoy the rest of the episode. Thank you so much for listening. It really does mean a lot. Okay. We'll see you done. 
he also calls into the room Ransom. Yes. Take it away. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> and then we get the story about what re- he so he's been ca- saying or that there's what like happened a, was <laughs> he's been saying that it's like a donut that's missing its hole like there's something at the center oh. of this that's missing yeah <laughs> in one and, of the most brilliant monologues i have heard in a movie since like goodwill hunting my god it's so good it's really great and he he says, okay, so you know how I was saying it's like a donut that's missing its hole and this is what I, I thought the hole was uh, Marta's story but then I realized that in fact it wasn't just a donut hole but it was another donut entirely with its own hole <laughs> and it's it's very yeah. good uh, it goes yeah. on for like five minutes uh, and and then he reveals the missing missing puzzle piece yeah, the missing hole. Yeah, if you if will. You will. <laughs> Which that should be not the sequel, but um, which you is basic. Get... Okay. Yeah, no, no, Tyler, take it away, please. Okay. Uh, also, like, stop me and correct me if I'm wrong at any point, but always. <laughs> I doubt I am. <laughs> uh, so... <laughs> Love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Um, after Ransom learned that Harlan was leaving everything to Marta, um, he had already left, but had, like, stopped and, like, formulated this plan. At the birthday party. back to the house. Oh, yes, sorry. At the 80th birthday, 85th birthday party. Yes. He went back and swapped the labels, uh, on the vials of medication. So that she would end up killing Harlan through an overdose. Mm. Thus making her ineligible to inherit because of something we learned earlier, uh, which is the Slayer rule. Correct. uh, In terms of will. Like if someone is found to have committed the murder of this person, they are... Or is even suspected. Like is found to be responsible for their death legally. Yes. Uh, That they would not be able to inherit. So after the death was ruled a suicide, which he found out through uh, like the morning paper, he anonymously anonymously hired Blanc uh, to kind of go in and solve the case. Yep. Uh, apparently, Fran saw Ransom like doing the dirty business of switching the vials, and blackmailed him at some point. Mm-hmm. Um. When Ransom received the letter, however, he decided to rip off the bottom of the toxicology report so that Marta wouldn't see that she had com- uh, she had committed no crime. Right. Because just to clarify for a second. Oh, yes, thank you. Uh, so the vials had been sw- like he swapped the labels on the vials. So when Marta gave the dose to harlan in the first place she had given Mm -hmm. him the correct medication yeah but just later saw that it had a morphine label on it yeah which is the saddest thing about all of this is that he did commit suicide completely unnecessarily Mm -hmm. and completely like not like wanting to he wasn't like depressed 
but he right. was just like taking the L um, for Marta. It's so sad. It's yeah. just the saddest thing in the world, and it did it did upset me. I, it was very well done this reveal. Yeah, yeah. It, it was really really good. Um, but so Ransom also burnt down the metal exa- medical examiner's office. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he met with he sent the letter to Marta to buy himself time to meet with Fran to kind of deal with her, and ended up mm-hmm. drugging her with the morphine at. Uh, he had taken for the medical bag. Yes. Uh, and then he um, set up the fake email to uh, lead Marta to the location to meet Fran. Yeah. Yes. And he got in and out of the house the same way Marta did. Right. So, Which is why... The, his grandmother, I guess. Yeah, yeah. His saw grandmother him and, and said, "You're back again." No, no, no. When she Great saw grandmother. Great grandmother. Sure. Yes. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Oh. Well, yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. 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 Tracks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, she did mistake Marta for uh, for ransom, but had seen ransom come back earlier. Yes, and that is when yeah. the dogs barked because the dogs don't like ransom. Mm-hmm. No, no one dogs does. Dogs always know what's up, unless they're my dog, because my dog would love you, even if you were a murderer. Well, that's nice. Even me? <laughs> I mean, a murderer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So the problem so the is his name is Great Nana. So his Great Nana, I guess. Yeah, Great Nana, <laughs> yeah. love it. Great. So. Nana. So we have him in the room, you know, the whole accusation has been made, but he hasn't jacques. admitted. Yeah, the jacques moment. Um, but he hasn't yeah, admitted anything. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she, so he's like, whatever, you don't really have me for anything. You can't prove this thing. You can't. And she didn't even die. So like, uh, Fran didn't die. So what what because, am I even accused of? Yeah, Marta receives a phone call from the right. hospital and says that Fran's alive. So and so he, yeah. So after, but after he says that, she receives this call from the hospital and she says, "Oh, yep, Fran's alive." Mm-hmm. And so he then stands there, being like, "Ha ha ha! I did all this stuff," yeah, and then like an she, yeah, vomits in his face. Chekhov's vomit, baby. So yep. Good. Because it's she was really lying. Nasty. Yeah. She was lying. Indeed, Fran had died. Um, mm-hmm. So Ransom did murder her. And he says, well, I are fine then. In for a penny, in for a pound, I guess. And in front of everybody, he grabs one of the knives off the wreath of knives and mm-hmm. stabs before anyone can do anything which i think is poor reflexes but whatever grabs this knife and plunges it into marta's chest yeah however it is a fake knife yeah it's a prop knife which is something that harlow is it harlow harton what harlan h-a-r-l-a-n 
Thank you. Harlan says earlier is like Ransom's dumb as a bag of bricks. He wouldn't know the difference between a fake knife and a prop knife. Yeah. So that's nice. It's like a nice plant and, you know, payoff. Um, Chekhov's knife. Way. Yeah, Chekhov's knife. Chekhov's vomit. There's a lot of that in this, yeah. it turns out. Um, but so he did just attempt murder and also confess to a crime, which they did record on their iPhones, which is also a nice callback that they were doing that during the interviews. Yes. Um, so he gets arrested. <laughs> yeah. And then there's a slow-mo scene of him getting into the, put into the police car and Richard tries to bribe the cops. And um, there's this whole subplot that I forgot to talk to you, talked about, we all forgot about it, or maybe just me and we just decided anyway, so it doesn't matter. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis used to send messages back and forth to Christopher Plummer and um one of with the threat to richard it was in that same note but it, he found it and it was blank and then at the end jamie lee curtis it's it's invisible ink and so jamie lee curtis knows that her husband's been cheating on her yeah because richard had found this note in uh harlan's drawer mm-hmm. and uh opened it thinking oh no this letter is going to condemn me for the affair and then it looks like yeah. there's nothing on it so he's like, oh, whatever, and just leaves it there. He's bluffing, yeah. Yeah. Um, like a dummy. I was like, throw For it in real. the fire. What are you talking about? Always yeah. get rid of the evidence. Um, right. I would like to say something here as well. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, there are so many moments and so many plot points that we did not get to. Right. And that is okay. If it's a moment or a plot point that you liked, dear listener, just let us know and we'll respond to you on twitter <laughs> like yeah it's we'll not, talk to you about it it's not malicious we're not like leaving anything out on purpose there are a lot of really funny moments it's just like we had we have to clip by because you know it's a review you There's, you have you know. stuff to do too we get it yeah you like yeah. listening to us but you have to live your life <laughs> yeah <laughs> also we have to live our lives uh <laughs> no we don't no. this is our lives no. I'm kidding. Yes. It's not. <laughs> in a podcast vortex. Uh, <laughs> no, it's it's part of our lives, but you yeah. get it. We've been explaining it to you for five minutes now. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yes, but, absolutely. But yeah, the final moment of the film is fantastic because yeah. she climbs out onto the balcony and then the entire rest of the family is looking up at her. And she's in a robe yeah. at this house and she's got her, she's got the mug that he used to drink out of. And it says my house, my rules, my coffee or something like that. Yes. Yeah. It says exactly that. Yeah. And that's it. That's the movie. And, then, and you're like, yeah, oh, yeah. she's nice. the boss now. Mm-hmm. I'm the captain now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What'd y'all think? I was a big fan of this movie. Mm-hmm. I we didn't get into a lot of like the way it was shot was just yeah. beautiful. Uh yes. Really fantastic. Uh clipped along at a good pace. Like it wasn't a particularly short movie, but it didn't feel particularly long either. Like, what's the runtime? Um, like two 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 oh five? Great movie. Something like runtime. that. Yeah. Uh, lots of stuff happened. Everything, the flashbacks were handled so nicely. I never felt like I yes. was getting um, 
like it, there really wasn't very much of a like setup to it it was just right yeah. in on the action um mm -hmm. you know not too much exposition that's the word um yeah. performances were excellent ryan johnson's writing and directing is is really superb superb um good good mystery uh i was very thrown off for a minute by the fact that we found out so early what had happened it seemed mm -hmm. yeah and you know once i accepted that because i was a little bit like uh i don't know because you know how i like a murder <laughs> yeah and i'm like oh Me well too. this is just a kind of sad story about you know this well-meaning girl who accidentally killed her employer and trying to cover it up and like okay mm -hmm. that's interesting too like let's see where this goes um so mm -hmm. i'm rooting for her the whole time and then there's this other twist at the end i love it i love a twist so excited um <laughs> i because for a while because while they were explaining it i was wondering if somehow because you know his throat was slit and I was yeah. wondering if maybe someone else had come in and, you know, killed him with mm -hmm. slitting his throat. But they were very, mm -hmm. very clear about the fact that the blood spatter, which is not a real yeah. thing, but whatever, um, the blood patterns made it clear that there was not another person in front of him. Yeah. But, Except for the fact that she has a little bit of blood on her shoe, Marta does, which is yes. very nice. Which is why... Um, Blanc was suspicious of her the whole time. Yeah. Um, I would say the music, the aesthetics of this movie are like 10 out of 10. Um, the yeah. art direction, the design. Um, one of my friends worked on this oh, nice. uh, movie. Yeah. He was an assistant on it. And they did a garage sale of some of the books oh. um, at the end. And I have a couple of the books from this movie. Oh, that's so cool. Is, yeah. It's nice. Um uh, one of my favorite moments is the fact that he does, uh, Blanc does say the title of the film. He mm -hmm. does say Knives Out, mm -hmm. which is But it's not a, in a, yeah. A plus, it's well pretty done. pretty subtle, pretty subtle <laughs> yeah. too. Uh-huh. Um, uh, the, the editing was superb. By the way, the runtime is, um, two hours, ten minutes. Um. Great. Yeah, which is almost, if you're gonna do... A longer movie i think that's perfect um but uh all the performances are good it turned me on two actors that normally i don't like which was nice um and so that's i always like my getting my opinion changed that way um and then also i think i think uh anna i can't remember her last name tyler anna de aramas Thank you. Is transcendental in this. She's so good. Um, yeah. Who plays Marta? And then also Daniel Craig has been on this streak now that he's like, I don't really care about James Bond of like playing these really big characters, and I like it a lot. See, watch Logan Lucky. He does like a southern accent in that too. It's very good, very fun. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I will also say, uh, as far as mystery goes, um, this one from the get-go, because they do show us right away what happened, I'm like, okay, so it's obviously not just that. Because sure. that's not how mm -hmm. mysteries work. And so I had three theories mm. working through. I had either, A, this is what I really wanted it and what it would have been if I had written it. So pff, forget you, Ryan Johnson. Um, 
uh, it would have been the the father orchestrated the whole thing, and he wanted because thought- he even yeah because he even says at one point like I wanted to you know it'd, it'd be so nice to go out with like some sort of flourish now that I'm getting on, and I'm like that would be really cool. I think that'd be really fun. Um, the second that was one, one of my theories too, actually. Yeah, the second one I had was that Marta actually did do it. And that the the first thing was like just a twist one way, and then she actually did. The third one was what actually happened. So, yeah. And I got there about thirty minutes in, but it was very enjoyable despite having solved it. And I will give that to the film itself, if that makes sense. Like the film itself is so entertaining and engaging, and I was not bored at all. Yeah. Despite going, I think it's this, and then going, okay, it was that, and, but it was still fantastic. I had a great time. Mm-hmm. Tyler, are we not rating these? By the way. Oh, oh yeah. Um, <laughs> ten out of um, ten. Yeah. Why the hell not? Ten out of ten. Okay. I'd say nine and a half out of ten. I'd watch this movie again. Cool. Um, I thought it was, I thought it was a fine film. Uh, I did solve it quite early on, uh, but the performances by Ana de Armas as well as Daniel Craig uh, really anchored the film for me and like really made it worth the ride that we were on. And I'm excited that both of them will co-star again in the next James Bond film. Uh, no time oh, really? to die yeah they're in Amazing. it together cool um so I th- i'm really looking forward to that um and what a wonderful ensemble of mm-hmm. actors mm-hmm. in this film yeah. uh we don't really spend a lot of time with any of them but it's nice that they all lended their talents to you know this film mm-hmm. for like these really uh i know like there's no small parts uh, but for these small parts in this, yeah. uh, in this film. Yeah. I would also say they're also distinct as characters. You don't oh. get like confused as to who is who and like that sort of thing. It's really, really well done. If you, uh, it did get like oddly and I think unnecessarily political at times, mm. um, which kind of threw me off and kind of out of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the film did drag for me a bit because like, it was kind of hard to like read what line he was on and what we were supposed to get out of this to okay. me. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I would give the film like a, I wouldn't say a six, maybe as like a seven out of ten. Okay, great. Yeah, um, I could agree with that. And I actually remember that thinking in the theater that the politics aspect might age the film quicker than it should necessarily sure does that make sense yeah um but yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna call it i'm gonna call this one i think our meeting is adjourned time of death yeah time of death (laughs) now (laughs) 